Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, Episode 17. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get started, I would like to thank those of you for tuning in to this podcast and supporting. I am following guidance here. As you know, I'm never really sure what we are going to speak about until I bring myself to the space. And I have realized that the more I do bring myself to this space, I receive the gifts of God or Prime Creator by sharing the more refined concepts and philosophies with my brothers and sisters. So in this role as your brother, I am not trying to fix you. I'm not even trying to help you. Because I see you in the brightest light and I remember what you really are. What we really are. I am another you. So whatever you resonate with, in this podcast is a reflection of what you are. So I have not figured out anything that you have not realized yet. That you are the all. You are source. So I will never try to convince you of a truth. I will only share my experience and the tools that I have used that have helped me along my journey. And my journey has brought me to this moment, to this point in time. And I am in gratitude for each of you for being my inspiration to continue to keep myself in alignment, which would then allow us both to receive the transmissions that flow through this vessel. You are my soul family. I set the intention to gather the brothers and sisters that can benefit the most from the messages to this podcast. And I trust that Prime Creator's will will be done. Feel good. And again, thank you so much for tuning in, as there would be no purpose for this podcast without you. This podcast is yours. It is for you, a space for us to receive. It is not mine alone, for my gifts are only activated through you. Feel good. Let's bring awareness to our breath now and to the heart center. Set the intention to stay mindful of the breath to be present and in the moment. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about what it means to follow your heart and follow your dreams and what a very powerful idea these are without realizing So we will address it in two parts, focusing on the heart first. 
and then we will come to the understanding that they are one system working together with two aspects, the sacred heart and the sacred mind. As humans, when we say follow your heart, we, we identify or localize the heart, meaning we identify with the body so much, we think it's the heart, the biology, the tool that's pulsating fresh DNA through your system. But your heart is really God, our source, prime creator. Your heart rests where God's heart rests. So if you can view the heart as an intelligence, a conscious beingness in itself, you do not need to remind your heart to beat. You can sleep and wake up and it's still beating. What a miracle. And as distracted as we are in human form, we would forget to beat the heart if it were up to us in the five senses. So when we say follow your heart, we really mean follow the intelligent guidance system within you that is you. Within, again, is a sort of weird word because it means something exterior inside of you. But we mean it is you. It is a layer of you, an aspect of what you are. The heart, the intelligence of the heart. It is the non-physical presence that resides in the space outside of time where you're not predicting or constructing your identity based off memories. So follow your heart really means follow the invisible intelligence, a guidance system within you that is so detached from the physical realm or five sense world that it don't look to it at all for its solutions or evidence of any sort of positive outcome. It looks to itself. It looks to the realm that it resides in. So when you say follow the heart, that is really the heart telling you to follow it, to follow your non-physical self towards the direction of your passions or your joys or your highest good. Now this is not to exclude your contrast and we always want to honor your shadow or the unawareness aspect of self, what you call darkness. It's a very beautiful again, aspect of the totality of what you are. You are not light or dark. You are light and dark. This is positive and negative, masculine and feminine. So the goal here is not to polarize yourself into positivity. You think it is because you have a polarized view on duality. You think it's, and we say you, meaning us as well in physical form, we think it is a second creative force that is working against us. You see shadow as something to be defeated. To, to win the, the 
battle between darkness and light. And this is not in alignment with what you really are, a multidimensional being, which is the equilibrium of masculine and feminine, which is positive and negative. So follow your heart doesn't mean stay positive. Stay positive is very dangerous word of advice, especially in a realm of multidimensionality where you are the all. You can't stay positive when you are also negative. So follow your heart does not mean stay positive. It would mean keep soothing yourself or realigning yourself into a path of least resistance where you are now receiving guidance and going with flow which we spoke about in a previous episode. So it's an intelligence that is a guidance system that is connected directly to the non-physical realm, your higher self, that you get to interpret within a body through your five senses. Right? So you're not following the heart, you're following your alignment, the non-physical aspect of what you are. And when we say follow your heart, we romanticize everything. So we think it's like follow the rainbows or follow positivity. We're not saying that. We're saying to honor your contrast. Go into your darkness so you can grow. Get the data and then realign. Keep following the guidance even if you veer off alignment sometimes. You can't be off the path. But even if you go out of alignment sometimes, which you don't see it yet, but you want to go out of alignment sometimes. You want to honor your negative and positive aspects. This is what you came for. To be the integrator and processor of information through yourself, meaning you ain't going to learn, you will not learn anything if you stay positive. There's no integration, there's no expansion to stay positive, that means you stay, that's stagnant, that's not in alignment with the vibrational universe. So this is what we mean when we say follow your heart, we really mean this. Follow the version of myself that I am forever connected with because I can feel it through impulses of my feelings or emotions. And when I'm not following this guidance, I will know because it won't feel so good. But it's okay because there's lessons there and integration. So I can stay there as long as it don't feel good because my heart, the non-physical version of me, What I love is always holding that space. It's holding it so I can always come back to it because it knows I'm supposed to be going in and out of alignment, in and out, in and out. Just like the cosmic breath. The inhale, exhale is reflective of everything in your universe. The process of creation. To expand and then contract. To fall and then get up. To cry and then to laugh. To hate and then to love. This is that type of experience you incarnated into. So follow your heart. Follow the highest vibrational version of you. But follow doesn't mean stay positive because following your heart is the knowingness that you can go off the path. You can fall out of alignment and have bad days because you are following the guidance and it will never stop leading you. 
And just because you're not following it right now doesn't mean it stops leading you because it knows you're supposed to go in and out of alignment. So it sort of waits for you to catch up to speed with itself, which we spoke about. Okay, so now we want to get into the mechanics of the heart space and why the sacred texts refer to it as a sacred heart. Within the heart space is a chamber, which is the cocoon or the host for singularity, the point of all creation, source, exists within each and every one of us, all living beings. Prime Creator, Mother, Father, God, resides within all things, organic and inorganic meaning we can make things with our own free will, these 3D computer things and the AI that we think we have totality or control over. And Source imprints itself through everything that we put our hands on because we are Source. So the Sacred Heart refers to the chamber in the back of the heart space that is the cocoon or the host for singularity, which is your point of creation. It is the space where the inhale and the exhale meet. Now, the process of activating this chamber is a raising of frequency to maintain a certain vibration for a specific amount of time, what you call time. This means to dissolve about 50 to 52% of your karma, which is essentially memories that you are living in and haven't come to peace with our acceptance. So the more we can stop referring to the memory of identity and reside in the moment to be present, the more we can do what we love, the more we can ask for guidance and then follow the more we can build up momentum, we will calibrate ourselves into that space of creation, which then activates adamantine or prana, which essentially is pure manifestation energy. It speeds up your manifestation. This is why you might notice when you're feeling good, the traffic lights are all green, you find a dollar on the floor, someone tells you you look beautiful, you build up momentum based on your vibrational signature. Okay? And usually the vibrational signature is fear-based, reptilian mind within the four lower bodies of fear and worry, the five senses, which is fine, beautiful. There's contrast there, there's lessons, there's information, data to be integrated. Everything's working in your favor. But if we're speaking about follow the heart and understanding that it's an intelligent guidance system that is connected to what we call God, then we understand it is a tool that we can tune into or not. And when we tune into it more than not and we build up momentum, again speaking about the 50 to 52% of karma being integrated or dissolved, then you will find yourself in love or above, agape, which is unconditional love, 
to forgive the world for everything, to love all brothers and sisters for no reason. It sounds so cliche and like a movie romanticized, but it's a very real because it's a vibration. Love is a vibration. And the more we can stay in the chamber of the heart, which is to bring awareness to the heart space, to envision an infinity symbol extending from the heart into the outer world. And as you breathe in and out, you are giving and receiving in equilibrium the love of God or source. And as you funnel in this high vibration, prana or adamantine, you can share it with other brother sisters. This is what we do here in the podcast, sharing God's spark or adamantine particle. As I receive it, then I share with the world, right? So you can also do this in your own way, whatever resonates with you, to be of service, to be of service to self and others. So the mechanics of the heart is to choose love, so much love to where you have dissolved about 52% of karma. You're not even referring to memories of your old self no more by then. You don't, you can't resonate anymore with who you used to be because it is a state of being that you are no, no longer in resonance with. And remember, we are eternal life experiencing infinite states of being. So it's okay to not be who you used to be. In fact, you were never created to stay in one state of being. So if you're listening to this podcast, we have to, again, assume that you are choosing to live a high vibrational living condition with connectivity to source, and that is through the heart, the chamber of the heart. We would love for you to imagine your thoughts coming from the heart space instead of the mind or the brain, the physical brain. As the brain is just the processor of the thought. The thought really comes from the ether. You can't conceptualize where it comes from because you can't see yourself in the non-physical. But it comes from you to you. It don't come from your brain or your mind. The brain processes the transmission of light waves. Which is how you receive the thought or inspiration or guidance. So... There are steps you can take, and one of them is to bring more awareness to the heart space, to visualize the thoughts and the flow of consciousness coming from that space. And already, you're neutralizing racing thoughts or static that comes from the five sense thought processing system, which is fear, division, separation, all great things if you're working on integrating more data, more info. You will only be more whole because of it. So go into your darkness so you can grow. Now, as we're building up this adamantine and being mindful, it is about understanding or understanding alignment is not a forward linear process. So when we follow the heart, it oscillates. You sort of fall back some and then you go back up. You fall back, then go up. But the flow of momentum leading us all towards our well-being is established. We don't have to worry. So if you fall, it's okay. Fall. It's fine. You will get back up and then you will get caught up to speed with yourself in divine timing. Right? So you don't lose the work you have done, you might say. 
you are forever expanding while sometimes taking steps back or oscillating, going in and out of alignment for the purpose to integrate, be more whole, right? So the more that we can refer to the non-physical self or the heart space or guidance system from within, the more you will reside or rest in that realm of your higher self or non-physical self where you don't really have any karma and that might be another episode so yes karma is referred to law of cause and effect okay so the heart has nothing to do with cause and effect again we spoke about you not needing to remind it to be it is almost self-governing when it comes to terms of biology it, you, it don't need your help so you can reside in that space where you're not looking to your five sense self or identity ego self for help, right? When you follow the heart, it's because you are trusting in your heart, in your passions and your joys, and you're not looking for evidence in the five senses because you know you love it so much or you know it's for you because you resonate so much. So now that we can see it as an intelligent guidance system, that is forever connected to what we call God and there is a mechanic to it meaning the more we can resonate with it and do our inner work to choose love or above more than 52% of what we call time then you will calibrate yourself completely into this version of you that receives guidance because you always are anyway you will just become aware of the guidance that has always been broadcasted to you simply by following the guidance following your heart so yes does it mean do what makes you happy yes all those mundane you might call them earthly things very beautiful but it really focuses on the realm of cause which is where manifestation starts right if you're following the heart or keeping momentum up you're not allowing fear to even begin to take form in you you're stopping momentum of fear before it starts because you're maintaining your alignment into the heart space, which is your non-physical guidance system that lets you know when you're feeling in alignment or not. But remember, out of alignment is okay. It's okay. It's okay. You just get up and you try again. The heart never turns away from us. We turn away from the heart. understand the idea of follow your dreams we need to understand the realm of dream better the higher fourth lower fifth dimension is the realm of thought the realm of mentalism our dreams and daydreams in our physical form we perceive imagination and daydream as not real as something we have created with the five senses. We take ownership of the visions. This is why we have a difficult time following our dreams or following our heart. It is because there is a difference between thinking and receiving. So the first step of follow the heart to get in alignment 
is very crucial because you can't follow your dreams if you're out of alignment because you will be referring to five sense data. You will be afraid to move forward. So follow your dreams, you might say, is the second step after following your heart because follow your heart is to first get in alignment with the non-physical version of you, which is not the five senses. And only when you're not within the time loop of memory are you able to follow your dream because your dream resides in the reality that is not physical yet. It is a thought first. So follow your dreams really means follow the background. To observe your thoughts. To understand you don't need to believe every thought or feeling to watch them all. And then once you become the observer of the racing thoughts, you might call this static. It's sort of, they don't stop. Your thoughts will never stop, but they will slow momentum down just enough for you to tune into the guidance in the background. And then the background guidance can gain more momentum and take residence to integrate itself more which is the process here that we're trying to do, the unification of five senses and the higher self. So follow your dreams being the second step would be make sure we're in alignment first, that we're not referring to reptilian brain, the reptilian mind, to be in panic because it can't predict. It's afraid of the unknown. But the dreams resides in the unknown because it's not realized to you yet in the physical realm. Now, if we spoke about the mechanics of the sacred heart and the sacred mind, after choosing love or getting in the heart space, activating this particle, the adamantine or the prana, there is a liquid that is activated within the higher part of the mind, the sacred mind. And this liquid then descends down into the chamber of the heart. This is the symbolism of the Christ resurrecting. Because after it descends into the chamber of the heart, it continues its journey down to the base of your spine, which activates the divine masculine feminine within you, what you call kundalini. And then it takes its journey up to 33 vertebrae, which represents the resurrection so you are the Christ you are the Christ did your brother Yeshua exist on this earth yes but his message and story was referring to you because he knew he was the I am when he said I am the way he didn't mean him the, the figure Yeshua he meant that I am is the way the almighty presence of the I am so the sacred mind is activated after we reside in the sacred chamber of the heart first. Remember, gaining momentum over 52%, you might say, to choose love or above more regularly. To love all brothers and sisters for no reason, just as Brother Yeshua did. Right? So follow your dreams. Is Don't follow the impulse. Distinguish if it's your racing thoughts, if it's your memory, the feedback loop that you identify with because it's so strong. But it's okay to identify with the ego because there's lessons there, there's integration, opportunity. 
everything's working in your favor. But if we are focusing on follow the mind or follow your dreams and follow your heart, then yes, it refers to the background, not the five senses. Your thoughts are a projection system and your thoughts are like the slides and whichever slide you focus upon, you will imprint it or insert it into the receiver which is then the projector so you receive it first because you focused on it and you stayed focused on it so much to where now you start to project it in your physical reality so your thoughts are opportunities you might say but a lot of them are regurgitated from the memory loop they're not original thoughts when you get in the chamber of the heart, you will start to receive original thoughts and guidance, inspired action. But it still uses your memories. This is how you can distinguish if you're thinking or receiving. Let's say one of your childhood memories pops into your mind and you weren't thinking of it at all. You identify so much with the vessel, you take ownership of that thought and you say, Oh, I remembered this. But sometimes, a lot of the time, the only time... And the only way spirit can connect with us or higher self can connect with us is through our own database, your own memories, your own visions, your own wording, your own vocabulary, rather. So trust yourself more once you are setting the intention to get in alignment with the sacred heart first, which then naturally activates the sacred mind, which is the descension into the physical body and resurrection symbolism because you are reborn once the sacred mind and sacred heart have unified. So if that can be a mechanics of this vessel, you know it's not your job. That's not your job. Your only work is to stay in alignment because the other process happens naturally after your alignment. It is your natural state of being to receive transmissions or messages from Mother, Father, God. And you receive them all the time through your heart and your dreams or your thoughts. You just take ownership because this whole time you thought you were you. And you are you. But you're not the you you thought you were. You are the you that is communicating with the vessel through the heart and the dreams. So hopefully this episode have given you a little bit more confidence to know that you are one with all that is divine. And if you can trust the guidance you receive in your heart first to get in your heart to choose love, to soothe yourself into a higher vibration, then you, re you follow the guidance that you receive through the visuals. This is the only reason brothers and sisters are confused in regards to not knowing if they're receiving guidance or not, because we haven't done the alignment work, which is to stop referring to the memory of the identity to realize you are not the body in that moment of connection. It's work. It's not hard or easy. I won't say it's either way because everyone's unique and your experience will be what yours is for you. But there is a fundamental way, meaning you can't get there from here unless we get in alignment, listen to the guidance of the heart, follow love, and then we will know for sure that the images or inspired action we receive is coming from source because we are matching the vibration of it. You can't, re and you can, but you don't receive clear guidance from Mother, Father, God when you're in fear because your guidance is a vibration that don't feel like fear, but it's still there. It's just in the background of your fear. 
right? So you are in your own way, meaning if you're asking for clarity, you have to stop looking at confusion because you can't have clarity and confusion together. You can, but it won't feel good. You'll feel conflict. You'll be in a tug of war. So the sacred mind is the counterpart to the sacred heart. They are like the inhale, exhale. And if you can get them to work together, just as you focus on the sacred breath, breathe, then you will take the struggle out of your situation and make your experience more harmonious. So follow your dreams is the second step after getting alignment to the heart space. And it really means follow the background guidance that is behind the racing thoughts of your memories and the idea of who you thought you were this whole time. Some final thoughts on the idea follow your heart and follow your dreams. Live your bliss. Make it your priority to focus on how you feel more and to remember that nothing is more important than how you feel. Do what makes you happy. Do what you love. No more doing things out of obligation or guilt. Create boundaries against demands on your time and energy and only do what you feel inspired to do. You are the creator experiencing itself. There is no validation in the physical world. There is no evidence because everything in the physical world came from you. You are one with the one mind, the almighty presence of the I am. And you are one fragment or aspect of that source, but you are also the totality of that source within your heart. So don't face reality. Focus on your preferred reality. And don't stay positive. Stay mindful. To gracefully go in and out of alignment just as we were created to do. You are exactly where you should be. You can never be off your path. Being timid and shy does not serve us anymore to be apprehensive or confused. Be bold and daring. Take baby steps towards your dreams. Follow your heart a little bit day by day and you will see evidence of positive changes in your life. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. Give them permission to help you in all areas of your life. <laughs>